is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hey, it's Jacqueline with systemsforselfcare.com, where I teach you to consistently take daily action so you can create the life that you want. So last week, I asked for some topics, some questions that you had. If you and I were to sit down and have coffee together and you were able to ask me any question you wanted, what would that be? And there were a lot of questions that came in about feeling self-conscious about your body and being seen and being visible if you're not super confident in your body or yourself, um, kind of this social anxiety as well, and this, this being self-conscious about the size of your body or the speed of your body, or just being seen in workout clothes. And I can totally relate with that. Um, And so that's what today's episode is going to be about, getting comfy with the uncomfy. If you're super self-conscious about being seen working out, how can we change this? And here's why it's really important to change this. Because if you don't, if you stay super self-conscious and, you know, this is what you're focusing on, that's your life, right? And so you will stay home. You'll stay home and never get to leave the house and go do anything exciting. Or maybe you'll start and stop different hobbies. You'll start and stop running. You'll start and stop going to the gym. You'll start and stop the yoga class. You'll start and stop the dance class. Um, But you'll never actually get to like experience the fun parts of it because you're so in your head. You're like living your whole life in your head about your body, but you're never like out of your head just in your body. And that's not, that's not how anyone should have to live their whole life, right? It's, it's just, it's not okay. I, you were deserving of having a life where you get to live in your body and experience the good parts of life. And this doesn't negate that there is anxiety and there's fear around, um, what's happening in your head, uh, that exists for a reason, especially if you're someone who has experienced, body shaming or bullying or something when you've been seen either working out or just in normal life, um, right? So you have a fear, you have anxiety because of something you've experienced in the past. Um, And so you built up this fear and these fearful thoughts to try to keep you safe. But what happens when you listen to those thoughts? Okay, cool. Now you're staying at home. You're not doing anything. You're not participating in the fun parts of life. And then that just perpetuates. And what actually happens is your anxiety and your fear start to increase. Um, It becomes harder, harder and harder to go anywhere and do anything because your anxiety is like, "Ah, (laughs) I don't know if you should do that. I don't know if you should do that. And then you start to stay home and not do anything. So this is a this is a really kind of interesting thing as the world. I mean, here in the states, at least, there are different parts of um, the economy that are opening up again: restaurants, gyms, um, those types of things. But it's like we spent so much time at home, uh, just getting acclimated, uh, acclimated to like being seen in public. This will be um, this will be hard for some people. So I hope that this episode is helpful for you if that is something that you're struggling with. So I want to go back and talk a little bit about my struggles with this in the past. Um, I was definitely super self-conscious about being seen at a race because, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a real runner. I'm not going to be able to finish. I'm not going to be able to run the whole thing. People are going to see that I don't know what I'm doing and I'm going to be one of the last people to finish the race. Um, there was also this period of time when we had first moved to Atlanta and I didn't have a job and I, um, didn't know what I was doing with my life. 
And I would feel super self-conscious about even going to a coffee shop to get some work done to actually even apply for jobs. I was so super self-conscious because I was worried if I go to a coffee shop by myself, people are going to see that I don't have any friends and they're going to make fun of me. So those fearful thoughts, those anxious thoughts kept me at home. It's just safer uh, than to be made fun of for not having any friends uh, in this new city that we just moved to. It's just safer safer to stay at home. And then I would stay at home and not getting anything done. And so I, I've said this before, but like my anxiety, my anxious thoughts has uh, caused a lot of depression for me. It's caused me to like enter these depressive holes where I'm not doing anything. It's just stay, safer to stay at home. Don't do anything. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Now you're depressed because you're not doing anything. This isn't so great either. So this is when I was like, okay, you're going to have to get, you're going to have to get comfy, get comfortable with the uncomfortable. You're going to have to start doing some things that feel a little bit uncomfortable so that you aren't in this depressive hole where you're not doing anything. And then that's just your life as scary and, you know, as scary and as hard as the uncomfortable seems, um, just being at home all day isn't so fun either. So uh, some tips for being seen, just being seen, working out, getting comfy with the uncomfy. Number one is become aware of your typical what if questions. So I I shared my what if questions. Oh my gosh, what if you go to the, the coffee shop and you know people see that you're you don't have any friends. What if there's nowhere to sit at the coffee shop? What if, right? What if I go to the running club and people see that I am the slowest one there? What if I go to the gym and I have I'm in the biggest body when I'm at the gym? I'm just the biggest. What if I'm the oldest? What if everyone there is in their early 20s and I'm in my 40s or I'm in my 50s? What if? What if? What if people start noticing me? What if people see, you know, how big I am, how slow I am? What if people see that I don't know what I'm doing, right? So there's all these what if questions popping up when you're thinking about going to work out, going to be seen. When, um, when, when those questions pop up, become aware of them. It's really helpful to write them down. And you're like, oh, shoot, these are the exact same questions that come up all the time. They're there for a reason, right? There's probably something that has happened in the past that, um, cause those questions to pop up. But if you continue with this cycle, you don't go do anything. So thank those questions for trying to keep you safe. Your anxiety is trying to keep you safe. It's trying to prevent you from being harmed. It's trying to prevent you from embarrassment. Thank them for trying to keep you safe and then go do a baby step. And we'll talk more about the baby steps. Um, t- number two, so, okay, number one, become aware of your what-if questions, your your questions of doom. Number two, ask some positive what-if questions. You know, Jacqueline, what if you go to the coffee shop and you meet a new friend? <laughs> you don't have any friends here in Atlanta. What if you go to the coffee shop and you meet a new friend? Because you can't meet any new friends in your apartment. Um, you know, Susie, what if you go to the running club and you find someone who runs the exact same pace as you? Or what if you find someone who runs 10 seconds fat, faster than you and you push yourself a little bit to keep up with them? What if that? Like, wow, that's pretty cool. What if you go to the gym and nobody notices you and you just lift your weights, you put your headphones in and you lift your weights and you get stronger? What if, right? We, when we ask these what if questions, they tend to be these doom questions that keep us safe, keep us at home, but let's switch it. Let's ask some positive what if questions. And I I think I mentioned this in the upper other episode, but Carly uh, Borden of the public run club, she's, she suggested, you know, maybe you won't ever be this like super positive person, but at least give equal weight. If you're going to ask 10 
what negative what if questions. Can you ask 10 positive what if questions? Um, So start asking some positive what if questions. Start thinking about the pleasure that you might experience um, in life. Number three, find a safe place to practice. So um, my non-working out example, but my like coffee shop thing, I was so scared about scared of going to um, a coffee shop outside of our apartment. A safe place for me to practice being out of my apartment was going to just the lounge in our apartment building that felt safe. That was like a step, a few steps out of um, my apartment. It wasn't so much that like, oh my gosh, you know, 12 million people might see me that I have no friends. It was like, it was just a baby step. And that was helpful for me to overcome that social anxiety. If you're super self-conscious about seeing working out, um, get comfortable with like working out in your house. That's a safe place that you can practice. Get comfortable with lifting weights in your house so that when you go to the gym, you know what you're doing with the weights. Get comfortable with running on side streets, just running in your neighborhood. Maybe it's super scary to run on a main road because there's lots of cars there and the chances that someone yells out at their window that, you know, that thought is going to prevent you from going. Okay, can you go in a place that feels safe in your neighborhood? where no one's really going to see you and you can practice this and start like getting into the habit of running and build this up. And then eventually you can get to the main road where there are cars and eventually you can get to a race where there are other people, there are other runners. So instead of making that, you know, that like A to Z jump, let's just do an A to B, (laughs) an A to B, A to B, super helpful. Number four, accept being mediocre, different, imperfect, et cetera, and just go. Um, we think that everyone else, everyone else has their shit together. Everyone is slim. Everyone is in shape. Everyone is fast. Everyone has kind thoughts in their head. Everyone's not effed up. Um, we think that everyone else has their life together and is, you know, in the top 1%, but that's not true. That's not true. Everyone, everyone has shit going on. Everyone does. Um, you think that, uh, that you should be the best. And that's, and so like, you're like, if I'm not the best, I'm not the skinniest, I'm not the strongest, I'm not the fastest, you know, I have no right to exist. And it's like, what if actually just right now where you are, mediocre, different, imperfect, just as you are right now, it's acceptable and you can still go do the thing. Your body right now, as it is, your speed right now, as it is, it's totally fine. You can still go do the thing. You don't have to be in the top 1%. You don't have to be the strongest person in the gym. You don't have to be the youngest person in the gym. You don't have to be the thinnest person in the gym. You don't have to be the fastest person at the race, whatever. Just right now where you are, it's fine. Um, And what this does, number five, being seen helps others. If you can accept where you are in your body and in your life and your age and whatever, your speed, and you go and do the thing, other people see that and it lets them know that they too can go do the thing. This is actually something that helped me with running. You know, me, when we first, when I first moved to Chicago, not married, when I first moved to Chicago, I was living on the far north side. And driving to actually worked at Cabrini Green um, in uh, 
kind of close to downtown. So I was driving from the north north side on Lakeshore Drive, and I would see runners in the morning, seeing runners of all shapes and sizes and speeds and ages. And it was like, man, if they can be outside and running, I want to be outside and running. That looks so cool. Just seeing other people doing it, um, like gave me the idea of like, oh, could I also be doing that? Um, I know that seeing, I used to follow people who were like really into cardio, not running, but like jumping around and eating 1200 calories and just, you know, cardio bunnies, women whose focus was just on having the smallest bodies ever. And once I started to see some other women on Instagram who had maybe bigger thighs, um, they were focused on like getting stronger, not really having a perfect body, but just like getting stronger. I was like, oh, you know, I don't have size two thighs and I probably will never have size two thighs. I don't think that that's what, how my body is built, but seeing other people have imperfect bodies, it was like, oh, it's okay for me to show up and be me. Um, Another example of this, when the first time we ran a marathon, ran, (laughs) quote, ran, ran, walked a lot of walking in that first marathon. I remember uh, meeting up with a gal, Paul was further ahead of me and I ran with, I ran, walked with a gal and I said something like, you know, I just don't want to be the last one. And she was like, actually, I don't even care if I'm the last one because I'm here and I'm doing the thing. And her saying that gave me permission to just show up and do the thing. It doesn't matter if I'm the last one. I'm here and I'm doing the thing. So it's kind of this, I like this idea of like, if we're in this together and we're not in competition, you being seen, you being out and doing the thing allows someone else, gives someone else permission to do the thing as well. I hope that this podcast, I hope that me being seen and visible and heard and sharing these things, I hope that that gives you some permission to go and do the thing as well. Even your imperfect, mediocre, different self. I hope that that um, is helpful. And the last thing, if you're super self-conscious about working out, about being seen, get stronger. Like literally start lifting weights. This actually comes from um, Tina Moore on uh, Jill Fitz podcast. So Jill was my business coach and she interviewed Tina and Tina talked about um, how important it is to lift weights because you need to have a strong mindset and you need to be able to push through. And that is something that lifting weights does for you. Lifting weights helps you strengthen your mind and helps you strengthen your body. You have to push through on those last few reps. Um, those last few reps are hard. And when I say lifting weights, lift hefty, lift heavy, not the two pound weights, not the five pound weights, lift heavy, as heavy as you can go. Keep adding the weights and push through and, you know, keep, keep getting stronger. That's how you get stronger. You, you pick the harder things, but kind of like that A to B thing. Um, you don't, you don't do, you don't go from lifting eight pound weights to lifting 50 pound weights. You inch up slowly and you get stronger over time, but I think that this is so important. Um, if you are super self-conscious about your body, if you are super self-conscious about being seen, um, being seen working out or just being seen in general, getting super strong with your body, it is such a confidence boost. And you stop worrying about being the tiniest person in the room and you start thinking about being getting stronger. You start thinking about empowering yourself, literally power, like being able to lift heavy shit feels so good. So if you are super self-conscious, um, stop worrying about, stop thinking about being the smallest and start thinking about how can I get stronger? How can I physically and mentally get stronger? And lifting weights 
is one of the ways that you can do that. Start focusing on getting stronger. Um, that's going to help you feel more confident and feel less self-conscious. It's going to help you feel, you know, you, I, I said this before about not living so much in your head and living in your body, spend less time in your head with your thoughts and spend more time in your body being present. I think lifting weights is one way that you can be present in your body when you push through on those last few reps. So if you are super self-conscious about being seen working out, my suggestion is get comfy with the uncomfortable. Otherwise, um, that self-conscious, those, those anxious thoughts, that fear, it keeps you stuck. It keeps you at home. It keeps you inside. And the more that you do that, the more that you fall down into a depressive hole and it doesn't feel good. The more it's like the scarier other things become and the more you start focusing on yourself and your flaws and it just doesn't feel good. So some tips to help you feel more comfortable, feel less self-conscious and feel more confident in being seen working out. Become aware of your typical what-if questions and thank them for trying to keep you safe. Number two, ask positive what-if questions. Give the positive and negative equal weight. Number three, find a safe space to start practicing. Just do an A to B step instead of an A to Z. Number four, accept that you are different, you're mediocre, you're imperfect, and that's okay, and still go do your A to B step. Number five, remember that you being seen will help others. And you know, if all of us imperfect, different, mediocre people start getting out there and start being seen, we start to realize like, actually no one looks like the Victoria's Secret models. No one looks like the filters that you see on social media. No one does. It's a very very small percentage of people who look like that. The rest of us are, um, we're different. We're, we're mediocre. We're imperfect. That's the majority of us. And the last tip is get stronger, lift weights. Lifting weights helps you be in your body and not in your head. Lifting weights helps you get physically stronger and mentally stronger. So I hope that was helpful in helping you feel less less self-conscious and more, um, you know, more just living your life, being present in your body. And again, this is to help you create the life that you want to live. It's no fun staying at home, you know, feeling unsafe all the time, feeling super anxious all the time. It really does feel good to get out there and experience new things in life. Let me know if you have any questions or if you have a question um, about this podcast or one that you would like me to answer, you can go to uh, send me an email at coachjacqueline at jacquelinerchio.com. I'll be sifting through those and make sure to address it. Take care. I will see you in the next episode. Bye.